Happy Monday, everyone. It's 12 o'clock p.m. Pacific time, and you know what that means. It's time for Talk That Talk with me, Alex White, and Terrell Chatterbox Emerson. Today, we're going to be all over the board. We have breaking news in the NFL. We have a ton of NBA to talk about, and we need to discuss the Grammys. Talk to talk, we talk to talk from the shots that's called to the tomahawks to the league boss and the ones who lost. Give it to me once I don't drop the ball to the home runs that was out the park. Kershaw when I'm pitching off. Kobe the Howard, he looking soft. LA Rams in the city, y'all. Got special guests, got breaking news. Come talk to talk with Chatterbox. All right, here we go. This is Talk That Talk on 91.5 KUNV, the Rebel HD2. I'm Alex White here with Chatterbox. Yes, yes. Chatterbox, how's it going today? I'll be honest with you. I'm a lot better this morning than I was, or this afternoon now, than I was on Friday morning. Why is that? Oh, man. You were a, you were a I mess. I was a wreck. I was a wreck. Uh, Shout out to Roman. But um tell tell the people what uh, happened. So first of all, can you explain how you got Westgate? I, I, explain what you were able to pull off first and then I'll explain the tragedy. Okay, so um my dad, Kenny White, shout out to him. He is uh, shout out. he's a legend here in Vegas. He's been a part of the sports book and uh line making and all this for his whole life. His his dad did it, he does it mm. and He's really good friends with Jay Cornegay over at Westgate. So Another shout out. Yes, Jay hooked us up and he had a nice um, setup for us over at Westgate Superbook. And we were doing our podcast there as we do every Thursday night. Yes, um, yes. And yes, we had a little malfunction, <laughs> but it's okay. It happens. But You know what? Roman helped me because... Um, you, I mean, you just said it. We we had we had some technical difficulties. The reason why, and I'll be completely blunt, really quick. But the reason why I feel like it's been a long week because the podcast didn't go up. But I just feel like it's just been so long since I've like talked to somebody, like communicated outside of outside of our group. But Roman had told me he was like, you know what? Look at it this way. Because I had told him one thing. I was like, I'd rather it be episode two than episode two hundred two. Agreed. Like, I thought the exact same thing. Yeah, like I'm I'm happy that it happened at this stage because we're learning now. We're still, you know what I mean? We got moving pieces and things like that. My watch is shaking. I need to take it off. But um, we still have moving pieces, but um, it's just a matter of time before we fully get everything running. But we had a camcorder fat quicker than we thought. So we gave that a try. Had a little malfunction with the camera. So we were like, okay, let's just run with the audio, get some pictures, things like that. And then the GarageBand link broke. Like I've ne- I'm a I've been using GarageBand since 2014 maybe. I don't think that's ever happened to me. I think I think I've experienced it before. I mix <sighs> a lot of uh cheer music, you know, for Right, right. my UNLV girls and the high school teams I work with, but so yeah, I've definitely I've experienced some problems with GarageBand before. So I have no blame on you. I'm glad that you got it figured out. You know what to do so right. it doesn't happen again. Right. We'll get our ODP podcast up and going again. Yes, yes. So week. I guess we can make this quick little announcement really quick, but just so everybody know, the episode was called Where's Alex? And I think it's ironic because first of all, I'm I'm really upset because 
I woke up in a 50 cent mood. I don't know why I did. Like, actually, I was writing a hip hop essay for class. So I was like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm in a 50 mood. So I woke up listening to 50 the day of the podcast. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to open a podcast like this. Like, I hope I hope Joe Budden doesn't get upset at me. But I already said he was an inspiration. So I'm like, I'm running with it. So I opened up with God gave me style from 50. And I'm like, OK. So I transitioned. For, I played a little bit of that. I transitioned from that into writer music. And then right after that, I introduced the podcast and I looked at Medina and the first thing we both said was, where's Alex? <laughs> and we were like, and she was like, I don't think we planned that. And I was like, no, nah, we didn't. So we looked over and it was just an empty chair. So she put her purse there and was like, well, we're going to set her mic up. <laughs> it's just like, this is this is it. So ironically enough, it went from a where's Alex podcast episode to where's the entire episode. <laughs> so. I, I don't know. I guess you kind of lucked out on that one. I, but you I did, know. credit I, to you, you did end up showing up. Um, so, you know, I was thinking about your nickname. Oh, great. And Alex and Alarm, oh, it's coming. Oh. I don't know what it's going to be. Oh, but great. it's, oh, yeah. You might have just walked into that one. I might have. And <laughs> I know uh, everyone who knows me, mm -hmm. they will probably back you up on this. <laughs> they probably will. Yes. So. Great. Here it comes. Here it comes. It's a matter of time now. Um, let's start this day off right. Let's um, do it. You have a quote from mom for us? Oh, actually, it's no quote. But one thing that she did want me to do, and let me read it directly from my phone because I don't want to get it wrong. Uh, since it's Black History Month, she wanted to just kind of randomly give some facts. So I'm like, okay, let's do it. Every Monday, let's do it. So Perfect. if I can find my text message. Okay. So... She wanted to just give a shout out to the first African-American Baptist church. And that's something that I that I definitely feel like deserves a little bit of light. But hopefully I'm not pronouncing this name wrong. George Lill. George Lill in 1773 was the first African-American licensed to the Baptist um, licensed by the Baptist, excuse me, to preach in Savannah, Georgia. So great. Thank you, mom, for, for giving me some information that I did not know before. So. That is her tip in. Speaking of that, let me ask Thank my you. dad here. Great stuff. So we'll have uh, we'll have that for the next week or two. Yes. Yes. February. Okay. Awesome. Thank you, mom. Um, and then next we got to get into some breaking news. Oh yeah, it's, it's breaking all over the place. Breaking all over the place. Let's talk about NFL and Kareem Hunt. How yes. you were saying you, we were talking about this. How long would it take for mm -hmm. a team to pick him up? And mm -hmm. then how long has it been? Three months. Three. Three months. months. I'm not, and of course, I'm not going to sit here and say whether it was less time or, or more time, but I just want to pose the question, like, because it seems like the goalpost moves with different people, and his particular situation, I, was, I, was, I wasn't, like, overly vocal about the situation, because they're obviously very, very delicate, but absolutely, I, I asked a lot of questions in the situation, because I was, like, outside of him pushing through his friends and things of that nature, what did he do to her? And that was the thing. And then when I saw the kick, I was like, okay, I understand that. It was more of a nudge, but I still understand the idea of putting your feet on, on putting your foot on a woman, putting any part of your body on a woman. That's just not what you want to do, especially when you have when you have that many people around you. That's that's every. I'm not saying like when in closed doors. The reason why I say that is because with so with so many people around you, there's no excuse for you. That's my point. Like, it's that many people around you. Everybody, you were restrained too many times. Right. So you obviously could look at the situation and said you were doing too much. Like, you could have just been acting out for the sheer purpose of you wanted the spectacle. So I understand that 
that aspect of it. But when it originally happened, especially when they released him, I felt right in that moment, he's going to get another shot. It wasn't like it was another situation that we especially that we've seen before and heard before from the NFL. So I was like, I believe he will get one. But I, be, I just believe and especially just being a male, I know how certain people are when your friends are around. And maybe it was just that's not what he wanted, how far he wanted it to go. But the spectacle, the beating on your chest, essentially, it was just like, yeah. calm down, bro. Relax. Yeah. And so many people around that could help you with the situation, right? Right. Help right. calm it down. And, and they were doing a really control. good job with, con with containing them. That's why I was just like, you turned around a couple of times. And that's the thing, too, because you could tell that she was, I, I said it on the, for, I think on our, our, our trial run for our show, I think she was spewing venom. And what I mean by that is I think she was saying everything to get him out of his character. That's when you listen to your boys around you. You go back in this hotel room. You got too much to lose. She's obviously trying to get you out of yeah, your 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 comfort zone. Get back in here. Relax. Exactly. So I mean, he, it was a it was he's he's young. So, so it he gets is another shot. exactly. He's definitely gets another shot. But it is um, I believe just from the interview alone, and a lot of people took it the wrong way. But he said they said what happened. A lot of people said what happened, and because you can watch the video and you see, first of all, she hit him. She threw a right hand and hit him on the side of his head because he has locks and you see his locks like fly in the wind. So, yeah, right. she she yeah. clocked him. So even when he even when she did that, he looked at her like that didn't do anything. Like, can you can you leave now? So even in the interview afterwards, a lot of people took it the wrong way. But he a lot of people were asking what happened. His response was, it doesn't matter. And I think and a lot of people were like, oh, he doesn't want the real story to get out. Did it. No, because I think that the video speaks for itself. I agree. He understands it. Was, I was hot in the moment. I overreacted. It shouldn't have got there. But that's why when everybody asked what happened, everything that he would say would look like an excuse because he would point to her. I think it doesn't matter is the best answer. He's saying it doesn't matter. It was wrong. It doesn't right? matter. I was not even it was wrong. I was, I was wrong. wrong. Yeah. It he, doesn't matter. I was wrong. And he apologized and he was sincere. Right. Wasn't mad at the at, at the KC organization. Even said I lied about it. I was wrong and I lied about it. So I mean, like I said, my only thing with when I seen the three months, I was like, a lot of people are gonna come out and say, oh, it wasn't long enough. It wasn't long enough. What do you consider long enough? Because Greg Hardy is now fighting in the UFC. We haven't heard Ray Rice's name spoke of again. So that's what you wanted for this situation as well. So it's just it, uh, that's that's why like, when I read it, I was like, I, I can't wait to hear the conversation. Yeah, it's just such a gray area. But um, Cleveland Browns. OK, I think Mayweather could definitely use Kareem Hunt as yeah. a running back. That's for sure. So. Or Mayfield. Mayfield. Excuse me. Excuse me. Mayfield. Mayfield. Sorry. <laughs> we were talking about. Uh... We were talking about boxing before. So, <laughs> hey, it happens. It happens. Yes. It's a Monday morning. Yes. So, um, yeah, uh, we have more breaking news, though. Speaking of, we oh. have. Uh, Kyler Murray. I don't know how breaking oh, yeah. this is, but he did finally say he's committing completely <laughs> to being an NFL Maybe we should ask Oakland. How they feel? <laughs> so they're not going to have... Oh, never mind. I'm not going to laugh at Oakland. You know, That's, we would have had him in Vegas because... Well, if he had to work the chain, right, you know, and go up right. the minor leagues, and we would have had him here at uh, Las Vegas Aviators. That could have been fun. But, yeah. And we still could have had him, even, or we still can have him if the Raiders take that choice but um we'll see we'll see but it looks like uh kyler broke some more hearts in oakland deciding that he's not going to go to the athletics um i mean his frame what do you feel like his he was built 
for? And like, that's what I want to ask you. Um, I, I don't know, Chatterbox. That's that's hard because. I guess the question becomes like, if he can he become a offensive threat enough at the major league level? So I guess that would be the question as far as like stature. But we look at somebody like Jose Altuve and we say, well, throw that out the window. Um, Ab- yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> a lot of people but, are saying that. Don't you think? Well, my question is, can he be a franchise quarterback in the NFL? Like, how many quarterbacks make okay. it and? you know, have that starting position and they're not just AJ McCarron or Nick Foles. Right. Poor Nick Foles, but are just like backup quarterbacks. I don't know. Is that is that what well, is okay though? Is that a is that better than having I guess before you MLB? can ask that question even about um is he a franchise quarterback, I guess the question becomes how long do you give it the shot? Like I think that's depending on the organization he goes to, depends on his window of development okay and i mean what are the what are the options miami if you're looked at to dethrone the pay the patriots now you're probably going to come up short um if it's the raiders and you know that you're going to get at least john gruden's 10-year tenure <laughs> to work at least something out or at least sit under Derek Carr for a year or two just to kind of learn the game and then get that opportunity by year three Maybe that's a better situation for him. Um, the Giants are probably going to take Dwayne Haskins um, sixth overall. So, I don't know. At, at this point, I think it's situation. I think he doesn't need to worry about how high he goes. He needs to worry about situation. Yeah. Well, I think you could say that for a lot of quarterbacks. That's I mean, true. you can tell when they are under someone that isn't afraid to take them under their wing. Right. They seem to be a lot more successful, right? I mean, look at Mahomes under a year under Alex Smith. Right. I, I think that definitely helped him. And he might have been a rare case because a lot of people were saying he didn't. He might not have needed that year. <laughs> well, and the NFL is changing a lot because how many rookie quarterbacks did we have in the NFL this year? But, I, I didn't I mean, watch. I don't know. <laughs> well, but there were quite a few. So we'll see how that goes. So, I was kind of asking you about mm-hmm. the money and the signing bonus and Oh yeah. Um so his signing bonus was 1.5 million, right? Mm-hmm. From the Oakland A's and I see here from ESPN uh he will return 1.29 million of that That's 1. what I was 5. about to say like at some point you're going to have to give that back. That's wow. crazy. Yeah. So he forfeits the remaining three point one six million due March first. The A's will put him on the restricted list and retain Murray's rights, but they don't get a draft pick because he chose the NFL. Wow. Oh, and they lose wow. the draft. Oh. Wow. You know what? All will be forgiven, and you know what? I'm gonna be honest, and I'm not. I wish Kyler the best, of course. All will be forgiven if one of two things: if Kyler. If Kyler's NFL career doesn't go the way that he thinks or the way that he wants um, and he returns to baseball that way or if he ultimately does his dream of playing both sports, all will be forgiven if he eventually goes to the athletics organization and, you know what I mean, shows his face and actually plays in some games. All will be forgiven. Yeah. Russell Wilson does it for the Yankees every now and again. Like every time he's out there, it's a spectacle. I know. How funny is that? That that really does crack me up when he's out there like having batting practice. Yeah. That's pretty cool. It just fits right in. He's just like, oh, guys, yeah. I'm one of you guys. 
Yes. Um, okay, so are you ready for our alternative stats of the day? Ooh. Um, it's, I feel like it's early. See, oh. I, I think it's the podcast. It's the long week. Okay. But yes, 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 yes. I'm ready. Okay. They're not too hard. I was mm. easy on you. And it's going to mm. segue right to our next talk, which I want to talk about the Grammys a little bit. Okay. Um, okay, so here's our three stats. You have to tell me which one is false okay okay so actor and movie producer bradley cooper won a grammy last night second one in the aaf the alliance of american football there is no punting and no kicking third one all four favorites in the inaugural aaf weekend this past weekend they covered the spread so i believe bradley cooper has something to do with god's plan if that's the song that I'm remembering correctly. Um, I know that there are no kickoffs in the AAF. I know that there are no extra points in the AAF. I don't know if there's any punting. And then the last one about all four favorites covering. A... I don't feel like you could tell somebody not to punt. Like, so I'm going to go with the second one. I'm going to say that you can punt. Um, okay, so the second one is false, but it's not because of the punting. There okay. is no punting. Ooh. We're going to have to look up these rules. Okay. And, I, I didn't, I, I watched and, nothing but highlights. And double check, but they can kick field goals. Oh, so there's no they? extra okay. point. They no have to go for the two point conversion, but they can kick field goals. That's where I was going with that. Okay. But I do not, I, I know, I'm really upset because. I had a busy week and I didn't get to watch a full game, which mm -hmm. I'm still going to. But, um, yeah, I'm pretty sure there's no punting. Uh, okay. If my dad is listening, he could text me right now. That would be great <laughs> since he uh, knows so I might a little have got bit that one about by default. this AAF. But, yes, all the spreads covered. Isn't that crazy? N not so much, I think, for the inaugural weekend. They're That's my only guess. Out. That's my only guess. Like, it's the first one. So, I believe that there are probably some teams that are on paper you probably really are like, oh, this – probably is the better team so. yeah yeah and for the inaugural weekend yeah it seemed like they covered by quite a bit once once a couple of weeks to get going familiarity sets in you start seeing teams twice a week you start moves start to get made you'd be like oh okay I, now 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 the league is meshing so are you excited about this league are you gonna watch <sighs> of course i'm definitely gonna watch it i mean especially sitting out a year of nfl football um i'm excited to see what the new league looks like um I just want to see what differences what differences they're going to be. Um, and then I, last day, I want to see how long it sticks around. Yeah. Well, the pace is definitely a quicker game. It moves a lot quicker. There should be more offense, okay. some more scoring. So that'll be fun. But, um, yeah, do you uh, – did we find anything on Twitter? We're going to save our – that's out there now. We're going to save gonna that. We're going to save it? For okay. I looked up two things this week. Well, one of them, the one that you told me, and then I did one. Okay. So, okay. So, yes, let's do the one I told you since you we're going to. Okay. Yeah, let's talk about the Grammys a little. That's another thing. I only watched about a third of it. I want to, I have it recorded. I want to go watch the whole thing. Okay, so I have two things. So, you have some for the Grammys. Yes, so right. I have two. Okay. So, this one is from Pop Crave, and I just want to know how you feel about it. Um, but I don't know why my phone is doing this, but okay. So, the tweet says that late rapper XXXTentacion was, it's not even reportedly because I, I heard that it was true, not even heard, but people that watched it did confirm that it was true, um, that he was left out of the in memoriam 
segment of the Grammys. And it was pro- it was not even probably, but it was allegedly due to his um, or it was due to his alleged violent past and history with domestic violence. How do you feel about that? I think that's awful if they did leave him out. Is that it's true? They did. Yeah. So, yeah, they said that he, he just was not left. He was just, I mean, he was just left out, was not mentioned. Wow. Almost. I, would, I can't even say it's a throw in because they didn't even put him in. Wow. So I don't I mean, again, and like I said, and I guess I'll take this stand. Um, people that are close to me know how I feel about this, because a lot of people once X passed away in June made it seem like I was like. Uh, like super X fan and I wanted people to understand because I never want to be classified as fake I'm not the big or I wasn't the biggest X fan when he was alive but here's the caveat because of everything that he had went through just being a journalist I did a little bit of research just to kind of dive into um how they met um just things of that nature um their relationship in general and they were both young, probably didn't realize it at the time, but it was toxic. It was really just looked like a toxic situation. I don't want to speak on it too much because obviously one of them is still here with us. Don't want to keep rehashing this. But anyway, long story less long, I couldn't get with and I I'm I mean this wholeheartedly. I can't I couldn't get with the celebration of a 20 year old's death. No. And I'm truth no, told my one of my best friends around June. Um, Kristen, she texts me and she's like, Alex, you have to, you have to look him up. You got to look X up. You got to like, you know, listen to some things, listen to him talk. Like she's like, he's, you know, he's just so creative and all this stuff. And Mm -hmm. then she made me look up like, you know, the same thing like you did. Like, I don't know his past and the troubledness of it. And yeah, I agree. Like the things said after that were just awful. Yeah. And the, the people that were saying it it was just like some of the people that were saying it just that i seen on my feed i was like bro i know your past if you checked out of here at 20 the conversation about you would be a lot different so let's keep it a buck like that's my that's the way that i move so i can't get with it because i've lost friends that were at young i've lost a friend in the fifth grade due to a heart a heart condition that he had no control over i don't care what bad decisions he made at in fifth grade right He's no longer here, so he's, and that's the thing that bothers me because even though I wasn't a fan of X's music, this is the thing. I never, I listened to like two or three X's song, X songs when he was alive, and I was like, they're cool. Like, I'm pretty sure that it's a vibe that you gotta catch like a couple of times because the first time you're gonna be like, what did I just hear? So, depending on what you listen to. So, once all the allegations came out, I was like, I just don't feel comfortable listening to his music until I know more. So I wasn't doing it. So, of course, I've streamed his music afterward because I'm never going to get that trial. (laughs) That's never going to happen. So just to see so many people being like, oh, well, you can't you you say this and you say this about him. And a lot of people, when they said it, I was like, well, he's no longer here to obviously defend himself. But one person in particular, um, I was just like, don't you listen to David Bowie? Like, you're a huge David Bowie fan, right? And he was like, yeah. And he was like, if you tell me anything about David Bowie that would make me back off, then I would. And I was like, hmm, funny you should say that. And I just gave him a little backstory and was like, just just look into your favorite artist. Right. Everybody has skeletons in their closet. I'm not saying that they were right. If if he was wrong for it, he was going to get caught for it. Absolutely. Just plain and simple. I just, that's awful. That yeah, so just to completely act like he just wasn't, uh, it wasn't a, a whole generation of people 
that weren't affected in summer who was down the whole summer yeah after losing their favorite hip-hop artist like yeah that's that's kind of disrespectful there's disrespectful to leave them out yes i'm glad that you brought that to my attention and um, then i just have one more from the the one that you told me to look yes. up i don't even want to shout the person out because i just kind of realized i think it's a shout out tweet more so than a awareness tweet but there was pro trump maga merch spotted on the um red carpet at the grammys last night and the one that i'm looking at she has a make america great again coin purse and a build that wall dress yeah i saw i saw a few outfits i i definitely want to go see the red carpet when i get I don't. home after this i don't that's very interesting to be honest um you're listening to talk that talk this is 91.5 KUNV, the Rebel HD2. I'm Alex White with Chatterbox here. When we get yep, back, yep. we're going to talk about NBA. I really want to dive into the Eastern Conference. You know <laughs> I've been dying to do this for yes, a yes. week. And then we'll also talk about some college hoops. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Everyone is talking about healthcare these days. America spends twice that of other developed countries on our healthcare system, yet our health ranks near the bottom. How can we stop spending so much and getting so little? Shifting to a system based on primary care can help fix the problem. Patients with a primary care doctor live longer, healthier lives and are less likely to suffer from cancer, heart disease, or stroke. Primary care that is comprehensive and coordinated also saves money. Patients who have a primary care doctor spend 30% less on health care than patients who don't. States with a high number of primary care doctors have lower health care costs and higher quality care. Primary care can help make America healthy again. To learn more about the benefits of primary care, visit www.healthisprimary.org. This message is brought to you by America's Family Physicians. I wish I knew how it would feel to be free. 91.5 Jazz and More is proud to celebrate Black History Month as we highlight local events and impactful individuals. Nina Simone was an African-American singer, songwriter, pianist, and activist in the civil rights movement. She's known for her broad range of musical styles and hits like I Put a Spell on You, Feeling Good, and I Wish I Knew How It Would Feel to Be Free. By the end of her career, Nina recorded more than 40 albums and dedicated the majority of her music to social justice and equality. Nina passed away in 2003 at the age of 70. So here's to you, Nina Simone. Thank you for your contributions to Black History. For more interesting facts and local Black History Month events, visit our website at 915jazzmore.org slash blackhistorymonth. And we're back. You're listening to Talk That Talk on 91.5 KUNV, The Rebel HD2. I'm Alex White here with my co-host, Terrell Chatterbox. Yes, yes. All right. Are you ready for this? I've been dying for a week. Let's do it. Let's okay. do it. Uh, maybe not a week. When did the 76ers decide to... Um... <laughs> I almost said ship everybody. Yeah. But uh, no, they really didn't. But uh, when was that? Was that the day before the trade deadline? I think it was. So that was February 6th? What's today? The 11th. Five days. You five waited days. You waited a while. Okay. Because I can't get over their starting five. Yeah. What do you think? Do they have the best starting five? In the in, East? No. In the 
in the league right now. No. Come on. No. They can can they no. not compete? Like No, they can they're I mean I'm not gonna say that they're close because I think they might not even be the best in the East, but um number wise, stat wise, those stat wise, yeah. I mean players, stat wise, yeah. Not necessarily chemistry. You know, Golden State is obviously Okay. Have their chemistry, they work great together and they have then their no, strengths. even stat wise. Not no, not even stat wise. <laughs> not even stat wise. Okay. I, I jumped Golden a little State too. too. You know what? But I think the conversation may be important to have. Do they have the best uh, lineup in the East? Okay. Um, I don't know because the reason why I say that because I look at Toronto and you could say that Kyle Lowry is, is undersized or whatever the case may be, but Kyle Lowry is still Kyle Lowry. Um, hopefully in the playoffs, he you know what I mean, he finds that level of consistency in the playoffs. But um, – you look at Danny Green, you look at Kawhi Leonard, you look at uh, Pascal Siakam, and you look at Serge Ibaka, <laughs> that's a lineup. Like, that is a five. And then that's not even including Marc Gasol. Because I don't even think that that's going to be their starting five when they get to the postseason. Because um, I believe Marc Gasol is probably going to start. That's just my opinion. But um, Okay, so I'm a, yeah. little, I'm a little shocked right now. Cause I thought you had Milwaukee as number one. I mean, well, is it the, what's the is lineup? It the so it's it's you're okay. We're talking about just the lineup. You're not talking about who's. I was well. I was thinking about lineups, but now that you bring up Milwaukee, you're absolutely right. Because there's Eric Bledsoe, there's Malcolm Brogdon, there's Chris Middleton, there's Yon, yeah, and there's Brooke Lopez. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't know. You might have just stumped me because yeah, Milwaukee. But see, see, I didn't. I, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know because I still and I look at my Pacers and I'm like, we're a cohesive unit. And I'm probably jumping like I'm probably jumping a gun, but I purposely didn't look at the rundown today because I just wanted to yeah, just go I, off of pure energy. But Wes Matthews, I said last week when the Knicks was that last week, maybe two weeks ago, when the Knicks trade uh, went down with Chris Stapps to the Mavericks. A lot of people were talking. And it was my friends. I was like, you guys know ball. Like, what are, what is going on? And they were like, Wesley Matthews seems like a throw in. And I was like, I understand when he first signed his contract, like it was questions about it. And then he had the Achilles injury. But when it comes down to it, we always look at June and May and all of these uh, in the playoff time. And what's the most important thing? Like you need a wing player that can shoot the three and can play D. That's what you need. And I was like, that's what Wesley Matthews is. He's going to guard your best player and he's going to knock down, let's say, four or five threes. That's what I'm going to give him. So if you give me. 15 points, six rebounds, two assists. I'm fine with you. And then you play defense on right. LeBron when we have to play the Lakers or when we have to play Cleveland when they were there. I'm fine with that. So I was actually making an argument Philly. Like the Knicks are going to keep him. Yes, trust me, because he's going that. to go to a contender. Philly, go get that. And then they went and got Tobias Harris. I'm not saying that they made a bad decision. Tobias is a great player too. Um, but that just made me so much happier because the Pacers scooped him up. Really? So, yes. So I was saying all of that Tobias, about Wes Matthews. Tobias is. Tobias can play. He is the better player, right? You, you, you'd make that. Wesley argument? plays better defense. Okay. So that's Tobias would probably be, give you more consistent eighteen point nights, but Tobias isn't going to stand in front of LeBron and do as a, as of okay. an effective yeah. job as Wesley yeah. is. Okay. But I've I've been watching the Sixers. Even Thad Young plays Pelican. good he defense. Has done great. He's done great there so far. I'm, I'm, Tobias has done great this year. That's true. Like this year in general, like he's he's tapped into something different. He figured out what makes him tick, and 
he's running with it. He's definitely running with it. So okay, but Humble you are guy, excited too. for your Pacers because yeah. you want you wanted them to still be a contender. Yeah, I still think you know I think that Wesley Matthews signing keeps us on par to do what I said before. We're gonna knock off one of the four favorites. We're gonna oh. take one of them out. I promise you, because it's gonna be one of those things where we might get. And the only way that I, I'm trying not to speak this into existence. So I'm gonna knock on wood. But the only way that this goes wrong is if we end up in that third seed and we lock up with Brooklyn in the first round. Because Brooklyn's going to be a problem for whoever they face in the first round. Like, I I think with the exception of probably, like, Toronto, because Kawhi might just kind of slow the game down, take advantage of, you know what I mean, and especially Danny Green being there, Kyle Lowry being there. There's so much experience still there compared to Brooklyn. But if we get them, I can see that going six, possibly going seven, and then now we're tired when we get to a Philly or a Milwaukee. But... If we don't, if we get a Miami, if we get a, a um, Charlotte, if we get if Detroit squeaks in and we get a Detroit, right? Yeah, we might, we might, we might knock Philadelphia out of there. We might knock Boston out of there. Watch, we're gonna make some noise. We're gonna surprise somebody. Um. So, would it surprise you if I told you that the Pacers are top four right now no. and that the Celtics are fifth? Nope. Because I said it last week. They they found a rhythm for a little bit. And then, I mean, Kyrie just recently went down in the, in the Clipper game. Um, yes. The Lakers. Luckily, just a sprain. Yeah. So nothing. But still, anything with his knee. Like, I know. I hurt my knee in high school. I hyperextended my knee. Didn't go to the doctor until like a year later. And she informs me, hey, you should probably have surgery on this knee. And I was like, okay, so what's my alternatives? And she said, uh, either have surgery or wear a brace every time you play. Okay, cool. So where do I go buy a brace? Yeah. And she was like, so you really just don't want to have a surgery? And I told her because I was obviously I'm in high school. I was like, I'm so young to the point to where God willing, I'm going to continue to play basketball. Even if it's not at the highest level, I'm going to go up to a YMCA. I'm going to go up to a 24-hour fitness, rec center, things of that nature and play. So I was like, I don't want to have continuous surgeries on my knee. So knowing the way Kyrie moves and the way that he is and how dynamic he is on the court and how the way he cuts and back and forth, anytime he tweaks his knee is scary. Yeah. It's very scary. Yeah. And he definitely had to leave that game Mm -hmm. halfway through. And that was uh, a pretty bad loss. Yeah. They, what I think they had a 28 point lead or or either 26. It was something like that, but yeah, I think that's right. And they ended up losing one twenty three to one twelve. Doc so. Rivers, man, it's the Doc Rivers effect. His teams never quit. So, um, what do you think? You think Celtics have a bounce back, or not? If the Pacers play, um, <laughs> okay. So, what are you asking for? The long run? Yeah, the long run. Who's coming out of the East? See, it's hard, and that's what's scary because it's hard for me to say. Because I think if we stay away from Brooklyn in the first round. It does not matter who we play nice. in the second round. Like, the only team I – okay, I guess I'll say the, the team that I'm most scared of that I don't want to play is the team that I'll probably say will go to the Eastern Conference Finals, obviously, because I don't want to touch them, and that's Toronto. And I think I kind of alluded to that earlier. But I even right. think with Milwaukee, if because the, the, the game slows down so much more in the postseason. And Nate McMillan is such a defensive-minded coach – to where I could see him looking at a Milwaukee first game, it might be ugly. It don't be surprised. We might get hit in the mouth, but I could see Nate McMillan being like, oh, "Okay, cool. This is the way that everybody set up on the perimeter. Giannis isn't gonna shoot, 
So it might turn into a situation where they're backing off of him like a Ben Simmons type. Like, shoot it. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> but the scary thing about that is <laughs> two steps. Two steps and he's at the rim. Yeah. So yeah. I, I still believe, like, over a seven-game series, we can topple uh, Milwaukee. Same goes with Philadelphia. I feel like maybe the cohesiveness isn't always there in the postseason. They're trying to figure some things out. A more collective team takes advantage. And then Boston, same situation. You guys got a lot of talent. It's one ball. Free agency's hanging over your shoulder. You think Kyrie's out the door. Marcus Smart is still fiery, and maybe that goes the opposite way in the postseason at certain times, but maybe he does that to keep the team riled up. Maybe it does more harm than good. I mean, maybe the Pacers squeak out that one too. But Toronto, I don't want that one. Y'all keep that. I'll, I'll talk to y'all in the Eastern Conference Finals and may the best team win. Okay. I'm excited. That's a, that's a lot of good teams. It's a lot. It's a lot. But if I had to really bet on it, if I had to, like, take fandom out of it, Toronto and Philly would be nice to see. And and I understand the situation about Boston and everybody saying that they're the favorites. But the way that they've played this year, I don't, I don't know if I want to see them in the Eastern Conference Finals. Like, yeah, I mean, and they I understand that they play Golden State well, too, but it's just some nights they look like a completely different team, like the opposite side of the spectrum, Boston Celtics. So how much can you trust that? And in a seven game series, I don't want to watch. No, I don't want to watch. Didn't we see that one NBA finals where it was Golden State and Cleveland, of course, but it was like. 20 points every game every team or every game the team the winning team won by like 20 you mean leading up to the finals no in the finals oh, in like the finals. game one the warriors oh, won yes. by like 22 game two they won by like 18 cleveland won by 21 in game three i was like dog what am i watching yes like i think that could happen with a boston i think boston could be firing on all cylinders jason tatum hits six threes one particular game Kyrie goes off for 30 and 12 and they they beat uh golden state 108 to 130 but then the next game, they could have a horrible shooting night and score 92. And, of course, Golden State's not going to have that bad of a shooting night. Golden, even if, if they do have a bad shooting night, they're scoring 110 minimum. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I think Philly and Toronto would be a good grinded-out full-length series. And then, obviously, the tougher team's going to come out. And then that team is going to realize we're going to have to use physicality against this Golden State team. Okay, so I have two questions for you. Um, first one, this might... Uh, you're gonna feel like I just have shots fired at you, but it's just a question. Oh, I'm just my refreshing God. my memory. You always take actually Medina do. Yes. Shout out to Medina too. She's not here. Uh, get well soon, please. Yes. Um, okay. So the Pacers, the last two years, they um, they had to face <laughs> Cleveland, right? That was. Yeah. Okay. What, I was that was know? not shots fired. That I, was. Literally you didn't even like, say anything. Uh, I'm offended that you think it was shots fired. No. Okay. Good. <laughs> but that's like, isn't it nice? Aren't you happy not worrying about the Cavaliers this year? I mean, I know you have other teams to yeah, worry I was about. about to You're say, talking about. I don't even know how much time I got to like breathe. Yeah. I because guess. I mean, when they left, everybody was like, "Oh, well, Boston is still." You know, what I mean, they got four, or five potential All Stars, whatever, whatever. And then <laughs> Philly got Jimmy Butler. And no one. And then no Toronto got Kawhi, or vice versa. Yeah, and nobody talks about the Pacers. Like I said, but I'm proud. They talk about We've stood pat <laughs> right in the middle of everybody. Yep. I said it before when the Victor Oladipo injury happened, we were third. We're still third. Yeah. Pacers. Okay, great stuff. I have um, some numbers here, and this is as of February 4th, and I need an updated, but I went 
to the book today and this is what they had out. So I want to try this. Um, if you're listening and mm-hmm. you want to tweet me, hashtag talk nerdy to me. Yes, yes. Tell me what what's the best bet where you're finding numbers for the Eastern Conference. So like you said, as of the fourth, we have the Celtics eight to one. And then okay. we have the Sixers sixteen to one. Yeah. We have the Raptors eight to one. So that might not be the greatest value, but and we have the Bucks six to one. Let's see where you don't even want to hear this. Yes, I do. You do not. Yes, I do. Wait, wait. This is to win it all or to make it out the East? Oh, this is to win it all. Dang it. Where is my... Oh, no. You're fine. Go ahead. But what are, what is, okay, what's I our gotta, odds to, to win it all? <laughs> this is odds to win it all. Pacers, 250 to 1. Let's do it. So Vegas really loves Let's do it. <laughs> the Pacers, Let's too, do obviously. It. Let's do it. And I just got to throw this story out there, too. I met Reggie Miller at the Mountain West Tournament last uh, last year. And I very rarely get, like, starstruck. Like, I try my best to be, like, relaxed, chill out. So I've, I've had, like, slight moments. I think I said on the podcast that probably won't be heard. Um, oh, no. We, that Kobe. We'll have to oh, yeah, bring, we'll, bring those up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, we, we have an episode. Well, we have an, an announcement about the next episode coming up too, soon, too. But um, Kobe was that moment. Right. Um, regardless of whether he's related to me or not, Tim Brown was that moment. That was a moment where I was shaking in front of him. But um, I met Reggie. I was walking by and I seen him. And it's funny because I had a Brooklyn Dodger hat on. And I don't even remember what. what I think I had a, a Vince Scully shirt on. So I was like, oh, this just looks like L.A. through and through. So I shook his hand and I was like, um, and I, I don't even remember what I said now that I think about it, but it was something along the lines of like, nice to meet you. And I told him, uh, and I told him that uh, I'm a Pacer fan because of you. And <laughs> it's funny because I told somebody who knows him, he looked at me and shook his head and was like, uh-huh. And I was like, he doesn't believe me. He doesn't believe that I'm a Pacer fan, especially with me draped in all this LA Dodger stuff. Right. Like, I just respect Vince Scully and a Brooklyn Dodger hat is hard. So I was just, I'm just, I'm, I'm in my own lane, but I was just like, he doesn't, he doesn't believe, believe me. me. That's crazy. Like he really, he don't believe I'm a Pacer fan. So I was hurt. I was like, oh, I'm hurt. Yeah. My legend doesn't believe that I'm a Pacer fan. But it's, I mean, it is what it is. Um, uh, you are. 252. Yeah. Two, yeah I, I try to be, I got a, yeah. I got a personalized Pacer jersey. What? Nice. Mom, hey, shout out to my mom. She did that for me. Um, Okay, so I found it. I found the conference. Let's switch it up a little. So that was to actually win it, which, I mean, six to one for Milwaukee to win it. Really? That's high. Yeah. Yeah, like six to one. Like, I don't think we could bring in thirty six people right now and break them off into six different groups. And nah, I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, nah. All right. <laughs> Their odds are higher than Toronto's and Boston's. Yes, they are. No, see, that doesn't make, I don't know. Yes. Okay. Prisoners of the moment, maybe. That's, okay. But, uh, I don't know. We don't even want to touch that, really, do we? Because the Warriors are not done. Uh, yeah. They're turning it on right now. I don't really want to, <laughs> I, I want to talk the about conversation the is Yeah, right? the conversation is who's coming out of the East because the is. championship, yeah, it's probably going back to the bay yeah whoever's betting on the eastern conference <laughs> is just paying the people that are betting hey. for the worst sorry hey. hopefully not we'll see what happens okay so let's talk Watch uh it. we'll talk eastern conference right here okay. again hashtag me 
Talk nerdy to me yes, at yes. Alex White with two E's and tell me your picks, where you found them, what sports book, and what's the best value. Um, you're listening to Talk That Talk on 91.5 KUNV, the Rebel HD2. Here we go. Celtics, one and one. Is that even money? Yes. It's just, okay, that's an odd way to put it. But Yeah, that's so weird. Okay, uh, the 76ers, six to one. The Raptors seven to five. Okay. The Bucks two to one. Wizards two hundred and fifty to one. That's okay. Who am <laughs> I looking for? The Pacers. Pacers. I'm mad you said the Wizards before us. It was it was on here. It's in our Pacers seventy five to one. That's good, right? That's like we. Need, I don't want to say like, it's really really good, but they're that's disrespectful. They, that's why I looked at you like that because that. I keep telling, you know what? They can definitely win Victor the Victor Oladipo Conference. is shooting in his, do you know that he's shooting in his hospital bed? No. I'm serious. You're serious. I'm not kidding because he has surgery on his right quad. So there's a video of Victor Oladipo sitting up in his hospital chair, like with the back, with the, obviously the, the back reclined up and he's shooting. He's sitting upright, still shooting. Oh my gosh. Keep disrespecting us. Go ahead. I'm fine with it. I I think Keep that's, it going. A, that's a great bet. Because one of these, like I said, Philly just won their back. first one. So people act like it's impossible for teams to n- change their legacy. Like, yeah. it's going to happen one of these days, man. Not to mention who... Wait, you're talking about Eagles. No, I was saying that Philly just won their first title. So people act like teams can't change their legacy. The Pacers have never won an NBA championship. Right. We've won multiple ABA titles. Right. So, of course, people are like, ABA? No, that doesn't count. So go ahead. Say what you got to say. But eventually, somewhere down the line, keep counting us out. It's fine because I'm looking at just the organization. And there's a reason why we're so consistent. Like, I remember me and my dad had a conversation a long time ago. Would you rather your team make it to the playoffs or lose a heartbreaker in the championship? I mean, to, yeah, to not make it to the playoffs or lose a heartbreaker in the championship. And I told my dad every single year, I don't care what it does to me. I want to lose in the championship. I don't care because I had a shot. Yes. I had a chance. Yeah. I had a chance. I had a chance. I had a chance. You can tell me that it's always going to come out this way. I'm forever going to want to be in that game because I'm going to feel like it's going to change. I'm going to change it this time. To not make the playoffs, you never have a shot. Yeah. So, man, I agree. I, I'll take that nail biter every year and take that loss then if that's the case. One of these years, we're going to get over it. Like all of those, imagine all of those years where we kept running into Miami. We were running, like I said, we, we're watching playoffs where they're decimating Charlotte. They're decimating, um, uh, give me a name. They're decimating Washington. They're decimating Detroit. Uh, Detroit. Like they're running through these teams. Like Miami, when they were the powerhouse, and then any team that, Cle- that LeBron is on in the East, they were running through everybody. When he got to Miami, we were always the problem. They when they had, I think when they had um, Darren Williams, when the Nets had Darren Williams, Paul Pierce, and Kevin Garnett, everybody was like, "Oh, this is the best first possible first round matchup for Miami." I think they swept them. If they didn't sweep them, I think they beat them in five. So it's like it's a gentleman's sweep. And then they ran into the Pacers that year. And that was the that was the series that went seven or six or whatever the case may be. We played them three times. Two of the series went seven games. The other one went six. I didn't know that. Okay. The Pacers, like I said, there's a reason why there's a level of consistency there. I'm hopeful. One of these days we'll get over the hump. I'm I, hopeful. I don't think we're that snake bitten organization like people like to try to make it seem like the Clippers and the and the Chargers are the NFL. It's not no, gonna work. no, not even close. Okay, so I 
I like this. I'm going to like circle this and find out what the updated number is. I'll let you know when we do our podcast. But you know that I'm like kind of rooting for the 76ers. I've made that pretty obvious. I'm pretty yeah, impressed with their um, their lineup and everything. But I like this. If I'm going to bet on a team, why would I take the Sixers at 6-1 to one when I could take the Pacers at 75-1? to one? Exactly. And, the, and Philadelphia is behind Indiana right now. Exactly. So that is that's good value exactly. right there. Exactly. Okay. I'm Good. so geeked. Like, I'm, I'm, I think I, this radio, and you know what it is? I'm going to tell you why I'm so happy this morning or why I'm so happy this afternoon. Because we already said that the podcast is our therapy session for us to be like, who we can let our guard down. We can talk. We can just let it fly. I didn't get that. So this is my therapy session right now. So that's why I'm so geeked because, yeah, the Pacers, we're, yeah, we're, we're going to, we're going to shock some people. I feel the exact same way. I kind of felt like I was all over the place before mm-hmm. we started because I was like, there's so many things I want to hit and I don't know where We do to this begin. all the time. I know. It's like, it's a, if you guys, if, honestly, we should do that one day. We should just have somebody follow us around and just look at us because I would love to say that there's a pre-production before this because there's absolutely not one for the podcast. We don't do pre-production. We'll, we'll show up. We'll Everybody has their phone out talking about different things, merging them together. But this radio show? We attempt to have pre I think a lot of times we have pre-production through text. Yeah. I think that's what we do. But if we had somebody show up and walk around with a video camera, you would see it's like it's frantic. We're like, oh, we need to make sure this. Let's make sure that the song is queued up. Yep. Let's make sure everything is good. Yep. And then once we start, we're like, oh, okay, everything's cool. Yeah. Let's so just, let's just talk. Let's, let's just go with it. Let's just we, go with it. What we wanted to hit on. But, okay, we got a, a couple more minutes before we have one more break. Do you have much to say about the Western Conference? The Western Conference. Um, I mean, I was kind of going to bring up the Lakers loss to Philly, but now I'm just finding reasons uh, to talk about Philly again. I was just about to say, but I was I was about to uh, pose a question to you, but I think I probably know where you lay because you're going to lean towards Philly. But anyway, um, about the Western Conference, I think it's important to point out that the Clippers, I already said before. Shout out to Doc Rivers. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't even know where to put it because I, for, I guess the first thing I was about to say was seeing him so much in the Eastern Conference when he was with Boston. You just realize how meticulous he can be. Like Tom Thibodeau came under him, like that. He came from under that tutelage. So he, it's not like he. I don't want to say he was bred there but there's a reason why those personalities meshed and why not only those personalities meshed they won they won with those personalities so doc rivers has a level of that in himself you've seen it at times so i just love the fact that his team always shows up prepared always shows up ready to play um they said that after all of these trades that they weren't um trying to like obviously like tank on the season give up on the season things like that they might be telling the truth. Yeah. They I, might be telling the truth. I agree. That's And I mean, what better and you know what? I understand they wouldn't get the pick, but I guess they have two things to kind of look at really quick. They have whether they can go and not make the playoffs and keep that pick and hope that you attract somebody who a free agent would be like, "Oh, I wouldn't mind playing with that young fella." Or do you make the playoffs as an eight seed without a draft pick and you actually win a game or two against Golden State. 
now a free agent is like, whoa, yeah, just presently constructed. I don't even care if you, if you guys don't have a draft pick. I'm just trying to go join that group. Um, I don't I, think they lose either way. <laughs> I have another thought, but I, mm-hmm. I haven't thought this through at all, so uh-huh. I'm just going to run it by you okay. and let you, let you take it. So the Lakers are um, two and a half games back from the Clippers. Okay. You Do you think in any way they're kind of just still winning games and letting the Lakers just Sweat it up? out? No, no, move up ahead of them on their own. Without losing, without tanking, without doing it themselves. They- no, I, I think it's that hallway rivalry. I, I do. I think it's that hallway rivalry because, like I said, they the don't. Idea- they don't want the Lakers to get Absolutely in. Absolutely, definitely not. For not. What? But at for what? what? We already get. We already get Big Brother all the time. Like y'all yeah. or Little Bro me. Like you oh. come around and you Little Bro me all the time. So if we get that last spot, yeah, I don't care if I don't get a pick. Yeah, yeah. LeBron, you sit out. Watch me play. That's what I want you to do. We're still playing in your in, in your arena, quote unquote. So I w- I'm sure that the Clippers they have that in them. So when they said that they weren't tanking on the season, I believed it. I, it's kind of hard to believe when you look at Avery Bradley getting traded, Tobias Harris getting traded. But yeah. I mean, they're still sticking around. They kept a lot of of core players that they can use uh, moving forward. All right, this is going to be fun. I'm enjoying NBA a lot, and you know what part of NBA is I'm enjoying is What's up? the drama. Always. I don't know where, yeah, I don't know where I've been, but when we get back, we're going to talk about the All-Star Game. We're yes. going to talk about the All-Star Draft. Yes. Because that was awesome. And then we're also going to talk about the games that we have on board tonight in the NBA. Let's and do it. see what you like. Um, you're listening to Talk That Talk. I'm Alex White with Terrell Chatterbox Emerson, and we're on 91.5 KUNV, the Rebel HD2. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. The Army National Guard is committed to keeping the country safe and our communities secure. Composed of hundreds of thousands of citizen soldiers from all walks of life and in every corner of America, the Guard is always ready to respond to local or national emergencies. The Army National Guard reacts to domestic operations in each of America's 54 states and territories, including Puerto Rico, the Virgin Islands, Guam, and the District of Columbia. Each state National Guard's unique domestic role is to act as the first line of defense in support of civil authorities in their state. The Guard's emergency responses include search and rescue missions for floods, combating wildfires, hurricane and tornado recovery, and the presidential inauguration. The Army National Guard. We are always ready. We are always there. And in every state and territory, we stand guard for our communities. To learn more, log on to nationalguard.com. Sponsored by the Nevada Army National Guard. Aired by the Nevada Broadcasters Association and this station. The traditional light bulb, a groundbreaking invention in 1879. It's time we switch to longer-lasting Energy Star light bulbs. They're more efficient than the old bulbs, like a text message is more efficient than a carrier pigeon. And they cut down on our energy costs. Because in our own groundbreaking age, we deserve a light bulb that saves us some cash. Saving energy saves you money. Learn more at energysavers.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Energy and the Ad Council. Our military service members volunteer to protect us in the most dangerous places around the world. They step up. And when they are severely ill or injured, returning to their families is only the beginning of their long road home. Wounded Warrior Project provides these brave men and women whatever they need to continue their fight for independence at no cost for life. So now it's time for a grateful nation to step up. 
Join us at findwwp.org. For some people, difficult transitions like retirement, divorce, or loss of a loved one may contribute to feelings of hopelessness or even thoughts of suicide. The risk of suicide is even higher for men over 50 who've served our country, guys like me. Support from friends and family makes such a big difference. Every day, your actions could help save a life. Learn how you can help at VeteransCrisisLine.net. Thanks for sticking with us. You're listening to Talk That Talk on 91.5 KUNV, The Rebel HD2. I'm mm-hmm. Alex White with Chatterbox himself. Yep, yep. All right. Um, let's get into some games tonight right. first. Let's do it. Talk business, and then we'll get into the fun stuff. Um, okay, so here we have Wizards Pistons. <laughs> um, I'm still laughing when I said the Wizards <laughs> before. the Pistons. Yeah, you're spazzing. This. I don't know what you, you're doing on this beautiful Monday, but um, don't you ever bring up the Wizards before us. But, um, geez, who did they play? What did you just say? Detroit? Wizards, yes. Yes, Detroit is minus five, and they're at home. Nah. Bradley Bill shows up to play. Okay. Bradley Bill so shows up. So you're taking up. the points? I'm taking... Whoa. <laughs> Might take the Wizards. You're taking them straight up. You don't even need the five points? Against Detroit? Yeah. Cool. All At right. this present moment, that's what I'm going to do. Okay. Um, we got the Knicks and the Cavs. Cavs are <laughs> minus one. So... If it's the Knicks and the Cavs, I understand that they're professional basketball teams. So obviously, I'm only comparing them to their peers. So if the Super Bowl was born, what's the basketball equivalent? <laughs> the Knicks and the Cavs. Yeah. Ooh. That's about right. The Tanker Bowl. Um. We've got a total of two oh nine, um, which is by far the lowest total. Yeah, on definitely. Tonight's board. Wow. Uh, I'm gonna go Cleveland. Because I rock with Colin Sexton, summer league, really, 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 really dope person. That's just I I understand in media we're not supposed to be like, oh yeah, I really, really like this person. And then as I've gotten older, I see media members like, oh yeah, they have people that they rock with. Colin Sexton is that person for me. At least at summer league, that was a person who. Oh, and Christian Wood, but obviously that's a UNLV product, so it's a it's it's a different level of love there. But um, absolutely, yeah, Colin Sexton is. That's what I'm going to go with. Colin Sexton is going to lead his team and will probably get criticized for not losing the game because they want Zion. <laughs> okay. I I might have to go against you, but Why? you've been talking about the Knicks lately. I mean, yeah, I have, but they're more I about like making moves you're waiting for them to yeah. like. I like I like Coach Fizz. Coach Fizz is is looking around at his roster and he's finding the people who fit his niche. He's finding the people who he's gonna be like, okay, cool. You're you're a hard worker. You're gonna do all these different things. Um, I don't know much about Courtney Lee, but I was a little shocked that Courtney Lee had had uh, got shipped away to Dallas because I just thought he was one of those people. I thought he's one of those just like grit and grind, gonna get in there, do the dirty work, um, guard the point, the other team's point guard. So. I mean, aside from that, I, I I definitely have the highest of highest faiths in uh, David Fisdale. Okay, so can I just stay away then and go with under 209? What do you think? For the Knicks and the Cavs, yeah? Yeah. Okay, we'll yeah, do that. Go ahead. Yeah. You got That's Cavs safe. minus one and a half. I'm going under. Okay, we got Hornets and Pacers. Pacers minus five <laughs> and a half. 
Pacers, Pacers, Pacers. But I have I have held true to this since the beginning of the year. The closer we get to the All-Star break, Kimba Walker is going to lose his mind. Like, I'm trying not to move the timeline because he could easily go through the All-Star break and then find that spark right after. But I think it's before. I think Kimba Walker makes a lot of noise before the All-Star break. The All-Star game is in uh, Charlotte. He's a starter. I see him making some noise right before. And they, to where a lot of people are like, oh, Kimba Walker is that guy. Oh, Kimba Walker is um, an all-star. Oh, Kimba Walker is a free agent. Like, so, yeah, I, I see him 